Sports Talk Radio every weekend night with Princess Cooper. Never had it so good radio now on 101.1 and it's 24-7, the world's best radio station. In this day and time, stereotypes are the false descriptions for all of humanity. James T. Deshay is the author of two great poetry books that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshay has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshay. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities. You will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com. This is James T. Deshay, the host of Thought, Love, and Reflections, brought to you seven days a week, Monday to Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Call in at 657 657- Three eight three zero three zero nine, so your voice can be heard loud and clear. Today, as we get prepared for a new era in the world of the United States, a new era in the politics of the world, and a new opportunity for us to decide as a country, what direction we're going to be headed in. It is amazing to me that we find ourselves in a situation, two men who play a pivotal part in our country find themselves at odds. We have a president who frequently lies, and that displays immoral behavior. And he has the 
uncontrollable behavior of lashing out at others who most Americans believe is honest. The majority of us know that we have a president who lies. We have a president who has people around him who tell stories that are difficult to believe. You know, I have um, lived for 57 years, and I've come to understand life in a particular manner and know that people don't normally do things that are too far-reaching when it comes to other individuals and their personal problems. So when President Trump's lawyer tries to convince me that he spent $130,000 of his own personal money without permission from Donald Trump to spend it on a female to get her to keep quiet about their personal relationship, I try to honestly look at myself and ask myself, is there anybody that I'd be willing to do that for? Especially do it for someone who is not in my family. And to do it when I'm not rich beyond the norm. So President Trump is constantly asking us to not believe what is right in front of our face. And so now he has us wanting us to believe in in a conflict between him and an FBI director who we have never known to truly be dishonest, who has worked for three different presidents, Barack Obama, and Bush from parties. And when you work for two different parties, it leads you to believe that your honesty is beyond approach. And we know that not to be true with Donald Trump. His personal life has shown us that he has flaws. He's been married more than, I think, three to four times. He's cheated on each one of his wives. And we find out now that he was involved with women while Ivanka was pregnant. So it's obvious to us that this man leads a life of distrust and dishonesty. 
it is difficult, if not impossible, to believe a thing he says because he's always telling us how great he is at everything. And we all know when somebody is constantly telling us how great he is at everything, he has a flawed spirit in all things. So tonight as we get prepared to listen to the interview with James Comey, we have to ask ourselves, is tonight the beginning of the end to Donald Trump? And where does America go from here when we have allowed ourselves to be in such division amongst the races? We have to get prepared for what is going to be a very unknown area for us. This is not something that we are facing that is a commonplace. Tell you, outside of Nixon, I have never experienced a time when I feel so unable to believe my government that I am unable to allow them to have the freedom to do things without question. And when we always, from now on, question the government we have, it is amazing to me that we are questioning some of the behaviors of our president that are just beyond despicable. So, Regina, I just want to ask you, you know, we're around the same age. Have you ever been enthralled in a situation where your president is going to be maligned in the in an interview that is going to go across the nation, and we're going to find ourselves on Monday, Monday inundated by all types of tweets about him degrading the name of James Comey as well as calling him a liar about the things that he's going to say about him. Have you ever been or thought you'd be selves this evening? Good evening. Um, I have not seen this. I have not personally experienced this in my lifetime because I don't think we've ever, no, because I know we have never had a um, leader such as the one who is portraying himself to be a leader right now. Now, as as I always say, the most important races, uh, political races, are those that are closest to you. So when you're talking about your um, school board elections, even all the way down to your neighborhood elections, then your your school board, county and city council, um, mayor, yes, I have seen such carrying on, 
on the local levels. And while what is going to happen with Donald Trump, and I need you to tell me more about this interview because I've been out of the loop for a couple of days. Um, But I've I've seen the likes of, of these shenanigans on on local levels. As, as a matter of fact, I'm experiencing some of those shenanigans, not personally, but I'm watching as some of these shenanigans are playing um, their way out now right here in my area. Well, Regina, let me just say to you that we have, since the beginning of time, there have been men who found it necessary to um, participate in relationships outside of their marriage. And that in and of itself does not um, surprise many of us when it comes to, to men in power. But to have our president associated with the possibility of him being involved with porn stars or with prostitutes who uh, find it enjoyable to urinate and defecate on themselves to a new level. And we have been secretly, it has been secretly talked about prior to him being elected that the Communist Party had some things on him. And then we find out that he's withheld some things by paying people hush money before this interview gets started. So we do know that he has a proclivity toward dealing with women who are outside of the normal thing that we see some of these men get involved with. And so we have to ask ourselves, and we knew, you know, we talked about this before, but to have our president have an F, somebody of the level of an FBI director to talk about some of the personal things that are going on in the life of our president is a place that we have never been before. And uh, it is going to be interesting uh, to see how this evening plays out. Uh, Dee, um, are you planning to watch this evening's interview? Good evening, James. Um, uh what time will the interview come on, James? <laughs> I'm thinking it's 10 o'clock Eastern time, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm going to miss it for the world now. Yeah, I, I, I got some over-red box in, in the cabinet. Caramel, over-red box. Um, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that'll go good with that. Sure would. Is it, what, what, what program is it going to be on, James? What, what, where's the interview going to be Well, shown? it's on uh, ABC, I think. ABC is the, is the channel that I think is on. Mm. You know, uh, 
you know, something else that's interesting when they have these um, live feeds like that, a lot of times they have the sideline uh, channel or window where you see people chatting and stuff like that. And that's interesting to see how his supporters will defend him no matter what. I think he was uh, he was correct in saying that if he shot somebody on Fifth Avenue, um, he would still be elected. So um, it's, it's sad to say, man. I'm just, uh, I'd just like to say, I'm not sure what, you know, you have to go back to Herman Cain when he had simply, according to them, made advancements to a married woman, and they made him get out of office just because she claimed that he made advances toward her. Think about what would have happened to Herman Klain if it was suggested that he had paid her hush money. So, Andre, I'm just saying, do you see the double standard that is taking place between white America and everybody else when you can literally pay people hush money and win the presidency, but as an African American, you can't remain in the race when you are accused of talking to a married woman. Well, superior Sunday to everyone. And uh, we've known all the time that in any um, position or opportunity that's presented to us, we have to always be above the standard. So that's a given. We understand it's not fair, but it is um, the way our society works. And it is disappointing that our president would be using such language and calling names and being in a situation like this. Um, But the thing of it is, we're talking about it, but yet no one still holds him accountable for it. No one holds him accountable for it. And that's the reason why he's continuing to be able to take us to one level after another level of being in disbelief as being the president of uh, of our United States and, and representing us in a, in a standard in which we have been accustomed to. It's very disappointing. And you are correct. It is uh, uh, 10 Eastern time um, tonight. It is ABC. It's, um, it's an interview uh, related to his book, uh, Loyal Loyalty, Above Loyalty or something like that. And, um, you know, it's not necessarily uh, situations, but our our president constantly finds opportunity to name call people publicly, and nothing is being held um, done about it. And that's the disappointing part to me, because it's not a good image you know, to find, our, our children. I find it amazing that he still wants us to believe that he's not capable of doing these kinds of things. You know, he, you know, when he says, oh, I didn't ask him for his loyalty. And we know that is one of the things that he wants from everybody that he hires. He wants them to be willing uh, to sacrifice their morals and their values. Uh, And I see people every evening who talk up for him 
and wonder to myself, how can they sleep with themselves at night? Uh, Sanders, I just don't know how she's able to live with the fact that she is doing these kind of things and upholding this man's uh, sense of morality when he has none. So, Nate, I'm really uh, surprised about how this man is able to uh, create loyalty in the face of his behaviors when these people know that we're seeing through this through this smoke screen. Well, James, uh, you know, um, you know, for him to try to deny the fact that he has always thought. Uh, loyalty, loyalty from uh, anybody that was going to work uh, in his behalf. Um, you know, when he first hit the ground running, uh, we've already talked about that. His first week in in office, uh, he came out throwing the CIA, the FBI, and the Justice Department under the bus, which left a lot of people scratching his head, scratching their heads on why would a president do that? Well. The sheer numbers started to come together when he actually didn't want to show his tax return in the first place, and all of that had that big connection. Uh, one of the people that he fired in the first, first two weeks of office was uh, the state attorney's office uh, in southern Manhattan, which was ran by uh, a fellow named Preet Ferraro. And I don't know if he's in relation to Geraldine Ferraro, which is the district attorney for uh, one, I think, uh, one of the Bushes. But he fired him right off the bat when he um, addressed him. Now, this uh, pre-Ferraro was appointed by Barack Obama. Um, Trump, knowing that uh, his office was in southern Manhattan, which is where Trump Tower is, uh, had a notion that he might be under investigation by this office. And so he went to him and asked for his loyalty right off the bat. And he also asked him, do you like your job? And Preet said, yeah, I like my job fine. But before that week was out, uh, Preet Ferraro was out, out of a job. Uh, Trump had fired him. Now, mind you, this is the same attorney's office that's, that's investigating him now, that were actually that raided uh, his lawyer's um, home and hotel room and all of that. So they've been after him for a long time. Like you said, his practices with, in, with dealing with people overseas, uh, and we all knew that if he ever got in office, he was going to use the levers of government to manipulate his uh, in, in his own behalf to put golf courses and hotels anywhere around the world. We already knew that. But for the life of me, I couldn't see. I don't understand why they couldn't see that. But that's actually what's happening. But and, and lastly, you know, he has this mentality: I want to be the Godfather. Um, you know, um, you you need to pledge your loyalty to, and so and and that's 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 his lifestyle. Uh, he had this this persona of wanting to be the Godfather, but um and and you know so there it is in a nutshell. Thank you. Uh, say, let me ask you, uh, why do you think that this man felt or possibly felt? Uh, that he could keep all of this baggage out of the public eye. 
Hi, everyone. Um, I believe it's because of his silver tone, his way of, the way he tried to finesse what he says and the fact that he's rich. And if, as, I, uh, as we know, money equates to power. The more the wealthy you are, the more power you hold. So he feels like as long as he has that going for himself, he's untouchable. But, you know, here in America, money has always been like a double, uh, a double-edged uh, sword in some instances, Cheryl, because America always enjoys bringing the rich to their knees. Uh, we know how much uh, John Kennedy is loved, but at the same time, there's a segment of society that fed off the fact that Marilyn, he was involved with Marilyn Monroe and wanted to uh, make him involved in her in her um, her death. So, you know, though money is does give you privilege, America loves beating down on those who find themselves to be filthy rich. Good evening, and how's everyone doing this evening? You know, um, money seems to be, in this, the motivator of everything, the money and the purse. Um, right now, you know, Donald Trump really believes that um, he's untouchable. And this will happen... This will play out for a while, but in time, he will be brought down. So all the things that we are experiencing right now, it won't last always. And when it comes down, everything is going to come out. You know, people are going to start talking. They're going to start talking about the things that they covered up and what they did because they also going to be brought on the forefront. But, you know, money seems to be the motivator for a lot of things that's happening. And even for this lawyer to take on this, it's all money and purse that's um, involved in trying to keep a job. So, um, I mean, we just have not had the person yet that's actually really started to um to bring him down, but it's gonna happen. And Joyce, you know, it, it is amazing too that uh, you know, I'm still stuck on the fact that he thought that people who were in the know were not going to spill the beans if for no other reason to make money. Um, good afternoon, everyone. I think what what, what the situation with uh, President Trump, Donald Trump, there is, is that he has never had any type of form of discipline of being how to act and carry yourself of being rich. Um, I think that by him 
born and being surrounded with money, he has never had no guidelines. They have never given him any direction. Now, um, the, the double sword of being rich just is not necessarily so because you, you, you find a lot of rich people and a lot of other people that are filthy rich, you wouldn't even know that they are in the way that they carry themselves. Look at people like Oprah, and that's not born into wealth, but you can look at this guy, uh, the most richest, uh, Bill Gates, him and his wife, as to how they handle richness and uh, uh, his power. You know, you can use your wealth for certain things, and I think he has used his wealth for being for selfish reasons only. Uh, why people are not willing to stand up for themselves, and this is Congress and all the other representatives, is because they're so afraid that it's self-preservation only. And um, that's going to be the death of them when uh, election time comes to vote. And they cannot even see the writing on the walls that if you go down the road with this guy, you're a done deal. You know, but they, in their mentality and in their mind, they think that he's going to be able to get away with it. You know, you can get away with it for so long, but um, it's it's not going to happen that way for uh, him. Luckily enough, and no one has said anything, today is what? April 15th, Tuesday is what? April 17th, that's deadline for taxes. I'm anxious to see whether or not he's going to show exactly what his status is. Um, I'm sure that's going to be buried. All other presidents have come forth forefront and shown as to what, how much they made, how much their taxes are. But this guy has never shown any of that. Uh, Donald Trump has shown that um, he is different. He doesn't follow rules. He want to make the rules. He want a dictatorship. But uh, hopefully with, with the way that the United States Constitution is, that justice will prevail. We just hope that that happens. Thank you. Reverend Smith, let me ask you, because you've spent so much time in in law enforcement, and overall, I believe that that Americans have a lot of respect for the FBI, and we want to believe that the FBI is not going to falsely accuse somebody of something uh, if they didn't indeed do it. But this man made the mistake of making them his enemies uh, from the outset. And I think right now he is going to fall prey uh, to the viciousness of the FBI who does his job so meticulously uh, that they're going to get find out everything they need to in order to take him down. Good evening, everyone. Um, <clears throat> so good to hear all of your voices again. Uh, yeah, he's made enemies out of all of the agencies. That's what, like Joyce was saying, his day is going to come. And all of the rest of the <coughs> people that on here tonight, uh, Cheryl and Dee and um, Maida, I think he's there too, and others that are on the line tonight. He, he, his day is going to come. 
it's unfortunate that we've come to this point in our life in the 21st century, which we knew basically because of the word of God that this was coming. We knew it was coming, but I never thought I would be here to see it come. Here's a man, like George said, this man had never, he'd never have been in a place where no one told him basically what to do. He's always had his run of everything. So his dad gave him, his dad gave him, I think it was $44 million when he first got started. Some people said 12, some said 44 million. I believe it was the latter. Uh, So, but how, I mean, come on. But you got, like Joyce also said and others, there are a lot of people out there got more, much, much more money than this man does, but they don't act as stupid as he does. They don't act as stupid. And one of these days, we'll go. I pray to God that I'm around to see him, see him get his upbringing, <laughs> because he has really denigrated all of the agency, especially the FBI and the Justice Department, which the FBI is under the Justice Department, but. He's really, and, and even all the CIA, all the NSAs, and all of these, he just, he just maligned them. And what makes it so, makes me so angry about this situation is none of the leaders, basically somewhat, even in the Democratic Party, is not speaking out enough about this stuff. And people are sitting back looking at them saying, where are they? Why aren't they saying anything? Is it money too about them? They are, they are, they have done so much dirt themselves that they are scared to open their mouth. Cause no, this man he will say anything out of his mouth. So James, it's it's uh, this, we're in a sad a period of our lives, a period that none of us on this line ever thought we would see. Not from the head of the free world, quote unquote free world, which is a lie. Uh, but we're freer than most. But it, it is sad. It is really sad that uh, these things are happening. And Comey, I'm, I'm taping these interviews. He has, there's one on ABC and there's another one on MSNBC called Headliner. And so I'm taping them myself because I know I can't watch two things at one time. But it's just a sad that he came out and said some things that he could have kept to himself and he would have been better off. But it's, it's just sad. I, I'm just, it's just sad. I, I, it's back in your hands. It's just sad. It's just sad. Andre, um, you know, we find ourselves wanting, you know, we, we, we've been told to educate ourselves and to, uh, gravitate toward uh, an intellectual society. Uh, But this man has, within a short period of time, uh, just torn that all up and have us uh, resorting to uh, just an unintelligent way of behaving and talking. Uh, The way he tweets, uh, just shows us that he has no respect for the office.
Uh, you're absolutely right, and we knew that um, when he was elected, uh, we talked about his vocabulary. And please understand that is, you know, education comes in different forms, but we know that, um, you know, even when he was a candidate, it was it was only so many words that he would use, and he would repeat them over and over again. And and you know, when compared to a fourth grader vocabulary, I'm not sure. Um, how much of a difference it was. So uh, when you have limited like that, uh, I think it was Joyce that said that he never had to be held accountable um, uh, for his wealth and, and for um, the things that he, you know, controlled. So that's where we are now. And unfortunately, like you said, you know, we talk about we want to vote and the mid-elections and that type of thing. I'm very disappointed in the Democratic Party of not being firmer and and holding um, these actions more accountable, they're sitting back and and I would only think to believe that part of the reason why they're not acting is that because they have some similar items that you know they may be called out on the same thing. This it, to me is just unbelievable. I just like you asked the question earlier: Did we ever think that we will find ourselves in this situation? And unfortunately, not. You know. Um, Coming from a man that accused President Obama of not even being a citizen, uh, but to be a, a married to a person that, uh, you know, her, her her past history is not necessarily one that we would think would be a first lady. And even beyond that, these acts of infidelity, really, you're talking about him being with these porn stars and stuff, and if I'm not mistaken, he was married during these times, and, and why are we just not holding them accountable for um, being in a leadership role as it relates to what our children are seeing and hearing? Um, very disappointing. You know, it is amazing to me uh, that we were able to get through eight years uh, with Barack, with Barack Obama, uh, and not have and have his family stand so tall. I know that Barack Obama and Michelle and her daughters and Michelle's mother are not perfect, uh, but for them to stand so tall over the pressure that was upon them for that eight-year period of time, uh, and not have this kind of uh, rhetoric come out and uh, be a part of the forefront. I don't remember not once did anybody who worked with Barack Obama uh, come out and have center stage and talk about the kind of awful things that seemingly are going to be brought to light about uh, President Donald Trump. So, uh, Regina, it is just, I mean, I have to tell you, I'm I'm looking forward to the interview with both fear and skepticism uh, related to what's going to be said about somebody who's in charge of my country. Now that I um, <clears throat> now that I know about the interview, I'm very uh, very <laughs> I'm very interested to see what what it's what's going to actually be said. I just hope it's not a disappointment. Um one, like we all sat waiting for that interview with the uh woman that he had the affair, the stormy 
interview. And yeah, as that well. turned out, Thanks. yeah, was that one turned out? Yeah, <laughs> she went in there, and yeah, he did this, and yeah, she didn't. I mean, so with 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 that all. I mean, that wasn't as juicy as, as we thought it was going to be. Very and then I, I'm in total agreement with with someone who said that um, that all of this keeps coming out, but he's not held accountable. All of this keeps coming out. Every week is something else. But let us not be distracted. Russia still interfered with our elections. And that still has not been addressed, and mid-year elections are coming back quickly, mid-term elections. And Russia still has not, you know, now he's playing cat and mouse with Russia, dropping the bombs on Syria, and, oh, I just had to turn it off. That's why I didn't know about this, this interview. <laughs> I just had to turn all that off. I know what you mean. And I understand, I understand some people who are overwhelmed by all this news. Yes, I was overwhelmed. But, D, let, but D, let me ask you. What I have come to understand now is that I have to be ready and prepared to check everything that I might see or hear on Facebook. And I have to even more uh, depend on uh, the major uh, channels for what is truly uh, correct news because we already seen how Russia and others can infiltrate Facebook and put on uh, incorrect information in the forefront. So I have to even more look at CNN and NBC and CBS and ABC for what I believe to be the right information. Well, you know, you're right, James. Uh, um, you have to d- use your own discernment in relying upon the information that you want to hold as being true because that's what the conservatives are doing. Uh, When the Trump administration uh, came out and threw CNN under the bus and NBC and ABC and anybody that we were relied upon to uh, display uh, professional journalism uh, and and to label them as being fake then they have their own entities that they rely on, no, on Russian uh, and, and, and uh, oh, numerous oh. others. Uh, we okay. have to appreciate it. I got a nice the picture. That we got a nice picture of uh, now, uh, V3. But I do wanna, I'm sorry, I hear the background noise. I do want to uh, uh, mention uh, something that you said that you spoke about, and that was um, Herman Cain. Uh, you know, and I think that should be a message to any new African American or black person that's considering to be a part of the conservative party. You need to pay close attention on how they railroaded Herman Cain. Uh, Herman Cain was a syndicated uh, radio talk show host. Uh, he 
he stood by the values that he thought to be true and and blue or red or whatever how you want to say that. Uh, but they, you know, the 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 same thing that's been happening to all men in position, Bill Cosby and all, uh, they railroaded him and ran him out of town. Uh, but you know, uh, the the governor in, in Alabama, uh, Moore, whatever, and whatever the office he was running from, it kind of escapes me now. Uh, he he'd been accused of the same thing. Uh, his supporters and a lot of Republicans stood by him, and they go to show that uh, you know you can't play ball in their arena, and you can't do what they do, what they do, and expect to be treated fair if you are a person of color. Uh, it reminds me, and you know, I I I, I love or I like I like uh, Sammy Davis Jr. It reminds me of him, Herman Cain does. Remind me of him how he tried to be uh, appreciated by by white folks and try to be in their in their circle. Uh, you know, Sammy Davis had to do what he had to do to be successful in that day and time. But you know, um, you know, if you are a, a young politician and a, and a person of color. You need to consider consider real uh, long and hard on what you're getting yourself into. Uh, but you know, we, we spoke about people of power, and I think that's a that's a real issue. It's be, even in the Democratic Party, like Miss Audrey said or Miss uh, Miss Regina said. Um, you know, they're not saying too much because they may have dirty laundry also, and you don't want that to be hung out on the line on the line for all to see. So um, uh, it's interesting this period of time that we're in, um, but you know going forward, I hope that these new and young politicians coming in uh, have a good game plan to get us back to some normalcy. Thank you. We have to at some point recognize that our respectability around the world has been seriously damaged by what white America has chosen uh, to do. And I know you all told me yesterday uh, I shouldn't uh, be so hard on them, but I'm going to continue to uh, to beat that drum because I believe that women and uh, white women and older white men uh, just refused to see what was right in front of their eyes, and they now remain quiet as this man is degrading our place in society around the world. So, uh, Shay, you know, we have to be careful about how we look to the outside world. And right now we have to look like buffoons uh, because of the man we elected uh, to be our leader. Are you there, Shay? Cheryl, uh, why don't you answer the question? We have to really look think, look at ourselves as being really we, a lot of work we need to be doing in, uh, in order to regain our respectability around the world after electing this man. You are so correct. And when you say a lot... It is a lot because so many things right now have gone 
neglected. Things have really changed from one ex- one way all the way to another extreme. So imagine what it will take to get this mess back to some kind of order going on. And that also means when people in certain positions, they don't have to fear of what they're saying, and which could be true, that they're going to lose their jobs. Um, we have so much that needs to be done. But, you know, just like we always say, we got to start it within our communities on a local level to build that strength. And once that strength is built, then we push our way up. But we need so many, and not so many, we need everyone to do their part and everyone to get out here and not make excuses when the election time or not, you know, make excuses while we can't call our local government on issues and not be afraid of a lot of the things that's going on. So, James, you are so correct. You know, there is a lot that has to, would have to be done. And people of color have to be prepared and ready to push back in order to get the pendulum back toward the center uh, because right now there are too many white Americans who are thinking or believing uh, that they can act contrary uh, to uh, political correctness. You know, I, I don't know why so many people, Reverend uh, Smith, thought there was something wrong with having political correct guidelines to control your behavior. I think it's important to have guidelines and rules that govern our behavior so that we don't get too far out of kilter. I I agree with that 100%, James, because I was sitting up here the other day thinking about I didn't know how – how um, I can't think of the word now, but this man, the president of the United States, can do and get away with almost anything without being called out on it, without going to jail on it, or any of that stuff. And that's that's not. Uh, he shouldn't be above the law. He should not be. They shouldn't have to wait to do impeachment. If he breaks the law, he's another human being, just like we are. But normally what they do is they skip over the law part and go into impeachment, which is basically the law itself. But I'm talking about, now go take that joker and arrest him, just like everybody else. You're saying, well, he's the president of the United States. So what? We are human beings out here who we can't do nowhere near what this man do and get away with it. And he's getting away with a lot right now. And nobody's doing a thing about it because they can't. And they're afraid to because the next thing you know, it, it might happen to them. It, it's, just, it's just a sad commentary that we live in this kind of society now. And don't you all know, and I know every one of you understand, that when he, he knew exactly what he was doing when he told them that he was going to 
sent a lot of missiles over to Syria. He was giving Putin the signal, okay, I can't tell you over this phone, but I can tell you in so many words in the news that you and your men need to get out of the way. And Siad, uh, or whatever his name is. So he already told So nobody was actually hurt in that. They said that they destroyed a, a chemical working compound, bull. And I'm sorry, Lord, but that's what that is, bull. Okay? That's nothing but junk. Because if they did that, all of those chemicals would have exploded, and it would have actually caused more problems than they had already seen over there with chemical uh, poison. Those chemicals would have got into the air and everything. So they're still trying to sell us on the idea. So this man is just doing things, and he's doing whatever he chooses to do, and no one is putting him in check. The people that could put him really in check is the house, the Speaker of the House who decided he, his, his wife got $500,000, so now I can, lo- I can leave, okay? And, and, and the House, uh, uh, the, the leader of the, uh, of the Senate, they could put him in check. There are bills now that are floating around out there to stop him from doing a lot of the things that he's doing, but they will not even bring them to the floor. And that is a sad commentary. It's really a sad commentary. This boy, this boy now has an open field to run in. And believe me, he's running in it too. And and I think it was Dee that said it. When he finished and presidency is over, this man can go anywhere in the world and build whatever he chooses to and get whatever he wants financially because he was the president of these United States. And that's all he wants to do. He wants to be the God of the United States, which is actually the richest man. But he'll never be God because God going to bring this fool down. Watch and see what I tell you. God's got his number. And it won't be. We're not going. We, we need to suffer some more before we get the idea of what's going on. It's going to continue. For at least the next two or three years, but God's gonna bring this food down. So that's uh, it's Joyce. Let me that. ask you. You know, I don't know why all of a sudden, you know, we built up what we thought to be rules that we needed to follow, and we all want to follow rules that help us to be the kind of society that we want to be. So um, when all of a sudden. They start tearing down political correctness as though it was wrong. It was clear to me that they wanted to be free to do and say anything they wanted without any repercussions. Well, uh, the reason for that is because he has never had anyone to uh, tell him uh, no. He has never had anyone to uh Show him that uh, that laid out the rules that he would abide by under the law. He has broken the law before he became president. But uh, going back to what you say, I, I really don't think it's going to take us too long once once he does fall to to really reverse things because half the people who 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 won't say nothing now they're going to disown him and saying that they didn't have nothing to do with it. So 
uh, young people coming out, they got a different frame of mind, and all those swamp people are going to go right back under the woods and under the swamp, and they're going to be low, low salary, and everything is going to flip itself. And I think that the government and, and all these other countries, they know that they're dealing with, with, with stupidity. Believe me, they do. Once they, they get know. someone back and respectable back there, I don't think that's going to be long for 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 us to to go where we we were. But what we as a as a minority, and that's all groups that are minority, you got to 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 uh, take heed from this lesson because it is a lesson that we're going through. Don't you ever think once all of this is over that you back on an even kill. It doesn't work that way. Always know what you went through and what the situation was, how they treated you, and what you all about, that you're different. You are different. You're always going to be treated different, no matter how rich you are, what you look like, how you talk or whatever. You cannot change people's mind as to how they perceive you. So we, as a minority, always have to, to, to look at that. But all of this is going to put Flip. And I really think that the minority is going to have the control, and the people that in control now, they're going to be the underdogs. Wouldn't Amen. that be nice? That's Amen. what may happen, and it may be happening to them what the Bible says. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a short break, and we'll come back and continue our conversation. Every other girl I used to have big dreams But then I got introduced to some other things And suddenly the church girl I was originally See the wrong things can call your name I chose to answer when the spirit said walk away Now I live with circumstances that I can't erase I just wish I could go back now to yesterday
is James T. Deshay, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflections, brought to you seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Dial in at 657-383-0309 so your voice can be heard loud and clear without interruptions. It is time for us to fight back and gain control of our country and be prepared to do what it takes to lead our country to a better place. Um, let me ask you, D, how much embarrassment can America take tonight? I know that uh, this interview will be watched world round, and uh, we know that our president is going to uh, fight back viciously after he hears the kinds of things that Comey is going to be saying. So how much of this embarrassment can we really take? Well, uh, honestly, you know, our resolve and our reserves uh, is about to be tested. Um, Like Ms. Audrey said and anybody else that's been uh, participating on this show for the past year, uh, we are in a situation that, that we've never seen before. So our... Our unity has already been broken down. Um, the involvement with the Russians and Facebook and um, uh, uh, Cambridge Analytica, uh, all they, they were very successful. Breitbart, uh, they were very successful in using the tactics that they do to divide us. All right? So uh, if you are in the business of conquest, uh, that would be your starting point. So uh, we are in a uh, in, in a state of emergency, really. All right now, for Robert Mueller, and I guess that's who the person is going to be tonight on, on coming on the show. Um, you know, we are in a, a serious game of chess that's going on. Um, you know, uh, the Republicans have uh, implemented a countermeasure to to uh, alleviate the tension of the question, uh, should legislation be passed to pr- to protect the special counsel and in, in their investigation? And the Republican side, the uh, uh, House Majority Leader and, and others have said there's no need to do that. All right. That's a countermeasure because there is a need to do that because without that legislation being passed, the president can fire the Mueller investigation in, in, in all their offices uh, without any repercussion uh, other than uh, what's, what would become uh, after that, which would be almost a mutiny type of a situation uh, to to react to that. So there there is a need to do that, but they said there is no need to do that. So that gives the president uh, a window to do that. And he is going to do that. What we're witnessing here is like a, a movie that we already know the ending to the movie. We're just waiting on for it all to play out. So, um, uh, so Robert Mueller is trying to save face. Coming on tonight, he's trying to save face and trying to regain America's confidence in the office of the Justice Department. So uh, it's an interesting game of chess they're going on tit for tat, and uh, unfortunately. Uh, we as voters can do any, can't do anything but sit by and witness the whole thing unfold. 
Thank you. Andre, as we uh, move forward, uh, and I know that you uh, believe we have to uh, have more people prepared and ready to vote, to never lose sight of our need to vote again. Uh, but this is a very terrifying experience uh, that we are undercoming because uh, this man does not even try to to act or save face uh, related to the way he feels about people and individuals. And once he says something, he's very reluctant to say he was wrong or he say he was sorry. So it's obvious that he plays to his base uh, with no need to uh, try to justify uh, serving uh, the rest of us. Are you there, Audrey? Well, that goes, I am. Uh, that goes back to uh, his slogan. He wanted to make sure that he make America great again. So it is for his base that he is making sure that he's sending the message just like the code message from the very beginning was uh, let us do whatever it takes for us to do. And um, if it comes down to it, I'll get you out of it because he set in the pace, you know, the leader set the standards of what it is that will be allowed and what's uh, tolerated. And so he sent in a clear message of um, you can bully, you can do, do things that in the past that would, not have been acceptable, nothing's going to be done to you. If indeed, like you say, his lawyers are found, you know, that they get in trouble, don't worry about it, I'll pardon you if you get into a jail situation or whatever the case may be. And it goes um, to the point again, if we're not voicing our opinions and demanding the action be taken, uh, we're going to see more and more of um this path and in this behavior, because you know, early on when our president was elected, we just couldn't believe. Every day we said, "Oh my goodness, look how far we've come down." You know, everything could get worse and worse and worse, and um, we're tolerating a lot. And so, what we're tolerating, that's becoming the standard. All right, we're going to take a short break, and we're going to come back and let everybody have their final word.
just like you told, you mentioned that there's so much that needs to be done. And like I always say, whatever we do, we can always do more. I truly look forward uh, to this interview and the opportunity for all the things that need to come to light to come to light because we have to be prepared and ready to listen to the kind of things that um, have been brought forth uh, because of us allowing Donald Trump to become our president. So it is what it is. So it's now time for us to um, listen to the music and take um, responsibility for what we chose to elect as our president. I thank all of you for your continued support, and I will see you tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. your children and don't let them fall by the side of the road and teach them to love one another and have a right mind of faith Thank you.